Welcome to Clubhouse Conversation. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. And welcome in to yet another edition of Clubhouse Conversation. This is the place where weekly during the season, we talk to all your favorite current and former Royals players. And today, it's a guy who I call the sleeper prospect in the entire system. His name is Corey Toops. He plays middle infield, second and shortstop, has come up through the Royal system since 2014 when he was selected in the 15th round. In fact, we first spoke with Corey uh, the day after he was drafted from Sam Houston State in June of 2014. You might say, Sam Houston State, I've heard that name. Isn't there another prospect in the Royal system from there? There is. Toops' best friend, longtime roommate Ryan O'Hearn, who continues to mash the heck out of pitching currently in the Texas League, is from Sam Houston State as well. But yeah, Toops was taken by the Royals in the 15th round of 2014, and he hit the ground running as well, just like his teammate O'Hearn did. Toops was a Pioneer League All-Star. At Idaho Falls in 2014, he led the entire league in on-base percentage at 453, which is a very video game stat right there. Followed that up last year in Lexington as the league leader in runs scored, 10th in batting average, and Corey also can steal you a base. He was fourth in the Royal system with 31 stolen bases a year ago for Lexington. Currently with the Wilmington Blue Rocks hitting in the three-hole, playing for Jamie Quirk. We'll talk about that. And we'll just got to get an update over the last couple of years, see how Corey's doing. One of the good guys in the Royal system, and he joins us now on Clubhouse Conversation from Wilmington. First of all, you know, good to talk to you again. Second of all, thanks for your time. How's everything going with you? Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Everything's going well. I'm up in Delaware playing with the Wilmington Blue Rocks uh, currently. Uh, season's going well. Having a good time out here. Yeah, well, you and I last spoke, I guess it was June of 2014. It was the day after you had been drafted. Can you believe that's already been almost two years since then? I know, right? I can't believe that at all. Gosh, I was just thinking about that. I kind of went back and listened to that again, and uh, some funny things I wanted to ask you about. So so you were sitting in your recliner working on schoolwork at the lake house, right, when that, when that call that's came exactly, in there? That's exactly right. Except it wasn't a call. You heard it like on the stream or something? Yeah, I was listening. I was on the uh, the like draft tracker um, <laughs> on the computer, yeah, and that's how I heard it. <laughs> Very nice. Right, so how much do you feel like you've grown as a baseball player? I'm assuming tenfold since then? Oh, my gosh. I feel like I've grown, I mean, yeah, a lot as a player. Uh, back then, I I, uh, I wasn't really much of a bunner, I guess, was, was the biggest thing. Um, and then working these past two years, I'd say my bunning ability has just gone through the roof, um, if anything's changed. Um, and then... Base stealing as well. Uh, I mean, that's probably a big key to my game right now as well, base stealing. So those two things have really changed for me in the past two years. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. I think you were, what, fourth in the organization? Did you rip off 31 bags last year? Is that right? I think that was, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so there you go. So very nice. Now, you were also learning the guitar back then. How's that quest coming yeah. along? you still doing that? I am still doing that. Yep, slowly but surely. Um, still trying to learn some songs and just, dabble with it uh it's one of my hobbies in my downtime that i like to go and um just hang out and play guitar it's pretty fun and the other thing was 
You said you could do a Rubik's cube in <laughs> 90 seconds. Okay, is, is that still seconds. true? Can you is if you up the time or is that still right where it's uh, at? No, I haven't done that in probably two years, so it's probably <laughs> slowed down a little bit from then. But I could I could definitely still do it. Not not 90 seconds though. Okay, all right. So that's one thing you have not improved on in the last two years. That is right. Ru- yeah, working on baseball that. too much, man. Come on, you got to use yeah. <laughs> Rubik's cube game is slacking yeah. there, brother. Well, priorities right there. <laughs> well, okay, so you're from the Woodlands then, right outside of Houston. So it's kind of cool. You know, I, I kind of started to just hear about them back that, that area back then, and I went down. I was dating a girl and down in Houston, so I went down there a few months ago. Um, you know, that that school's obviously very prestigious uh, for baseball. So so what makes the Woodlands so special? Because you keep hearing about it. I, I feel like I hear about, like, baseball players from there, like, every day now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's, you know, what's what's in the water there or the food there. But, yeah, there's some big ball players that come out of the Woodlands. Uh, I know in the past, uh, Brian Brickhouse, uh, Jameson Tyone, just big-name pitchers. and um, I don't know, I guess just the uh, uh, the work ethic we have down there really says a lot about um, the players coming out. We just love to um, get down to business and uh, really uh, play ball down there. And what is that, like five miles north of Houston by the airport, by by Bush Airport kind of? Is that basically where no, it's at? it's like 30 miles north of Houston. Oh, um, so it's a ways. A yeah, okay. it's a little bit further. Yeah, a little bit further than that, yeah. Okay. All right, all right, right. Well, she never officially told me t- took me there, so there you go. I just saw the sign, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned Brian Brick, you know, Brian Brickhouse, and then I think Carter Hope was there as well. Do you, you, you know, yeah, talk, talk to those guys at all? I do. In the off-season, this past off-season, I was uh, out in Arizona rehabbing and um, Brickhouse is out there too and so we were roommates uh, in a little apartment um, out there so it was good to um, live with that guy again I didn't talk to him in about a year prior to that so um, we were, we grew up playing together uh, so we've been friends for a long time and it was good to uh, live with him again and, and hang out with him. I talked to uh, Brooks Pounders last week and he told me that Brickhouse is healthy and about to join an affiliate so I'm excited uh, really? I that. That. I'm excited to hear that, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so, fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed on that. Uh, now, speaking of guys, you know, teammates and guys you know from the past, Ryan O'Hearn, obviously, you and him were, uh, were college teammates there and roommates at Sam Houston State, and right. he's obviously hit the ground running like you have ever since being drafted, uh, you know, league MVP of the Pioneer League. He was with you for a while this year, now up to Northwest Arkansas. I mean, how excited are you for him, and have you guys stayed in touch near every day since oh he went gosh. up? Yeah, uh, I'm super excited for that guy. I mean, I couldn't be more happy for him. He's just been tearing the cover off the ball ever since he's uh, been in Pro Bowl. And, and this year, too, I mean, he's just playing outstanding, and he deserves um, deserves it all to go up there. And, and he's, hit, he's hit well up there, too, now. So, um, I mean, it's been a blast playing with him uh, these past two years. But, I mean, he's hitting the ground running, like you said, and um, deserves to go up there. Yeah, now, we never quite saw the power numbers collegiately from him. Now, if, if I remember right, I think he, what, he hit t- you know more towards the top of the order and he hit the ball the opposite way a lot. He would bunt sometimes, I think I remember reading. Are, are you So with that said, I'm sure you knew there, the power was there. I'm sure you knew that. But yeah. did, did, did you know it would be like this when he turned professional or it would just click on like that? Or are you, you kind of surprised? It was funny because back in college, um, uh, me and my other roommate, uh, Hayden Simmerly, we were always big into working out, and, and Harn really wasn't into working out. He's kind of a um, tall, lanky kid who just wouldn't ever lift with us. Uh, and then, I guess, uh, our junior year, he finally got into lifting, and um, and then first season in Pro Bowl, he started lifting a lot more and just got huge. Um, and I think that's where the power really came from. He just worked his butt off and um, came back a lot stronger and, and 
man, he's been hitting the ball so far. Like some of the furthest balls I've ever seen hit have been by O'Hearn for sure. Yeah, I love that he goes up in his first game in Northwest Arkansas and goes deep right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just tells you. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, you, you you can look forward to that Texas League pitching, man. It's, it's a great hitter's league, so I'm sure when you get out of Wilmington one of these days, that'll be something for you to look forward to also. Now, we we got to give a, a shout, right, to to Justin Lear, the, the Southern Texas scout. He's got to be feeling yeah, yeah. about pretty good about you two right now, right? Yeah, he is. I love Justin. He's a great guy right there. Yeah. So, so speaking of hitting the ground running, then, so let's go back to the Pioneer League. So, you know, right after we had talked, you know, a few weeks later, you go there to Idaho uh, in 2014. So, you led the entire league in on base percentage at 453, which is pretty ridiculous. And then you were second in walks. Uh, you were tied for second in doubles, and you were third in OPS at 960. So, I mean, that that first summer of pro ball in Idaho, how fun was that? And were, were you surprised at all with how well you started off, or were you, were you kind of like, uh, yeah, I got this, man, no, no big deal? <laughs> I was pretty surprised at how how well the season went. Honestly, uh, at first in the beginning, I, I didn't start off so hot. Um, I don't know what I was hitting, probably under a uh, under a buck or something like that, and then kind of got into a groove. We didn't play that many games. I think I only played like 60 maybe. But um, I don't know, once I just got in my groove, it was kind of just, uh, you know, it wasn't too much different than, than college ball. Um, a lot of young guys in that league. So I felt like we were um, kind of on the older side. And, um, I just got comfortable at the plate and just, uh, yeah, just uh, played well. Now, most Royals fans listening have never been to Idaho Falls. So kind of describe, you know, what, what is this town like? It's like a mysterious town. You know, and what's there to do for fun there? Um, it is a kind of mysterious town. It's a small town, but uh, I'd never been to Idaho prior to um, going and playing there. But, um, you know, it took me off guard. It was a beautiful, beautiful area uh, over there. And um, there's a few little uh, bars downtown that uh, uh, that would welcome us in, and, and we'd go there and have a good time. And um, a lot of nice people out there, uh, and it's just a, it was a good atmosphere. And how about the ballpark there? Are, they, are, the, are the ballparks pretty much the same, like in the Pioneer League, when you're that low in the minor leagues? Um, they're all pretty similar, I'd say. Some of them, the backdrops are, are different. Yeah. Uh, just because you play in different states and, and whatnot. But um, they're all pretty much the same. Uh, they get a lot of fans, too, which is surprising. Uh, I think we played in front of 4,000, 5,000 people a lot, so that was pretty cool. Wow. Really? And and I know Falls. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Now, how about how about host families? I always wonder about host families. So did you have one there, and have you had one everywhere you've been so far? I didn't have one in Idaho. We stayed at a hotel uh, down the road, and then in, in Lexington we had host families, but we didn't stay with them. They were kind of um, just a family to look after us and um, tell us good game after the games and talk to us and give us little goodies on the road. Um, really nice people. And then now in here in Wilmington we have a host family that we're living with and, and they're really nice people too have a really nice house and, and live in a good area so um, you know, it, it's just really for saving money a lot of the, a lot of the time because you don't you don't want to pay for an apartment you want to pay for a hotel so um, on the spending side it's, it's really big help is it just you with the host family or is it you and another guy it's me and austin bailey oh okay okay that's yeah. cool and then there's yeah the rest of the teams with other host families as well how do they assign that is that is, how does that work pretty much random there's a guy that kind of uh, oversees it all he's in charge and then you just tell him um, who you're with or, or kind of what you, you you want and then he kind of sets it up for you okay it's pretty easy that always reminds me of uh i don't know if you have you have you seen the movie sugar yet by the way the baseball movie 
sugar. I have not. Oh my God, you've got to see it. It's the best face, you I know, do. my favorite ever. So, so it's based on, it's like a, so it's a Dominican pitcher and it's the Kansas City organization. It's loosely based on the Royals back when they were in Burlington, Iowa and some other places in Wichita. But uh, it's okay. it's this kid that gets signed and he has to come over to America. You know, he goes to the Dominican Academy and then it's, a lot of it's in subtitles and he comes to America, lives in Iowa with a host family and it's it's an amazing movie. But that always reminds me of that movie. So that's why I threw that question in there. Yeah, pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. So what's your favorite baseball movie of all time while we're on the topic? My favorite baseball movie of all time? Hmm. I would probably have to say Sandlot. I mean, that's just the classic. Uh, I love watching that. I still watch that to this day probably <laughs> once a month. It's just that good. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some movies like that. Anytime they're on MLB Network or one of the TVs, I just leave. I watch it again. I'm like, all right, I'll watch it again yeah. for the 50th time. <laughs> never, so, never gets old. <laughs> so last year you were at... Lexington. So last year you led the Sally League in runs scored. You had 75. You were 10th in batting last year at 291. And then, like I said, fourth in the Royal system with 31 stolen bases. So, so Lexington, how much fun was that last year? That was a blast in Lexington. That was another beautiful city to be in, beautiful state in Kentucky, um, bluegrass area. And, um, yeah, the fans out there were incredible as well. Um, we got a lot of people out there to come to the games and um, around the uh, around the area was a bunch of nice fields to to go play at um and then yeah i just got to give credit to the guys behind me in the order for um, hitting me in all those times uh you know um, it was just a blast to play with those guys last year lexington is a town is that is that have you i don't know if you've been to fateville i i'm at that's one i've not been to lexington yet somehow either but it is that kind of like fateville in my head i guess you've probably been to arkansas yet but what's it like is it, is no. it a typical college town or what it is it's, it's a college town um They've kind of got some uh, different architecture to their houses and buildings around there. Oh, cool! Uh, which makes it which makes it kind of pretty too. Um, but it's just a typical college town once you get downtown, and um, it's just a really live area. Because when we were there, it's kind of March Madness. I guess we weren't there in March Madness, but their team had just I think they lost last year. But, yeah, you know they're huge on their basketball team, and um, they rally around the, those guys. And um, just a really cool sports town as well. Very nice. Now you begin this year at Wilmington. You're currently OPSing an even 800. You're playing every day, hitting. I saw third last night, so you know middle to top of the order there. I mean, how are you liking the Carolina League? Uh, I love it out here. You know, the the weather hasn't been too good to us, but um, you know it comes and goes. We're just waiting for the summer to get started, so we're playing in the hot, sunny weather all the time. Uh, so that'll be more enjoyable. But uh, Carolina League is it's pretty fun out here. Um, the pitching is, is definitely a step above the, the other leagues I've played in, which is a big difference. But other than that, um, you know, it's just the same old game, baseball. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so so a lot of hitters really struggle in that league, and you're holding your own, doing pretty good so far. I mean, but uh, a lot of guys struggle to hit the ball to the ballpark. You know, what is it? Is it the, is the pitching that much better? Is it the ballparks? Is the ball, ball not carry? What is it that makes it so challenging to hit in that league? Uh, it's a combination of all those things. You know, you face – pretty good pitching in, in this league uh, as well as some of the ballparks especially our ballpark uh, it, the ball really doesn't travel there that that good um, so you gotta hit the home runs at other ballparks uh, and then um, it's just kind of uh, the weather I think plays a big big part of it too because it's really cold out here and it's rainy most of the time and that's pretty tough to play in and, uh, but other than that you just gotta keep grinding and um, trying to do your best out here 
Now, Royals fans are, are obviously very familiar with your manager. I mean, you've got a heck of a manager that's been everywhere, man. Jamie Quirk is your Jamie skipper. Quirk. You know, what's it like playing for him? Oh, man, I love Jamie. He's uh, one of the best managers I've ever played for. He's really down-to-earth guy, uh, old-school manager. Um, a nice nice guy off the field, too. He's just uh, he's a great manager. I love playing for him. And I just realized this morning, uh, this is how old I'm getting. I can remember watching Chris Widger play when I was younger. He's, he's your bench coach. I didn't even realize he was with the organization now. What's he like? Pretty cool dude? Oh, yeah. I love Widger, too. Man, he's a great guy. Uh, he, he just he, he knows the game in and out. And, uh, he's a great guy to go and talk to. Yeah, I know you got Martinez. You got, I mean, you got a great coaching staff there as everywhere. Now, Wilmington routinely referred to one of the best affiliates in all of minor league baseball. What, what makes Wilmington so special to play at? Um, I mean, I guess the fans out here are pretty cool. You know, they're, they're really special fans. Um, and then just the city, it's a pretty cool city. Uh, you know, I'd never been to Wilmington. I didn't know anything about it. But once I got here, you know, it was just, uh, I was in awe at how pretty everything was around here. And um, it's just a fun area to be in, really. In the, in the Northeast, it's just a, um, just a fun place to be at. I love how baseball's turned you into a world traveler. I keep hearing you saying, I've never been there, yeah. never been there. That's kind of cool, right? right? To see all these places exactly. you've never been. Love, love traveling. <laughs> now, you mentioned uh, you mentioned the bunting earlier and, and the base stealing. I mean, what else are you working on most of the moment? Is that pretty much it? I mean, is there anything in particular? I'd say those are the two most things I've, I've been working on. Um, you know, I, sometimes I'll run into a ball and hit out of the ballpark, but that's really not my game. And especially being third in the lineup now, I can't. Um, coaches are telling me you know don't try and be this power guy because you're not i'm like i know that uh clearly i'm not the biggest guy in the world but um i say burning and, and base stealing is just uh you know it's, it's kind of it's a difficult thing to uh, defend defensively so if you can add those things to your, your game then you're going to be a pretty good ball player what would your spray chart look like by the way are you are you like equal opposite field up the middle left i mean where do you hit most of the balls to where do you feel most comfortable with that i would say i'm definitely a pool hitter Okay. Um, I do kind of go the other way occasionally, but I'd say my spray chart would be pretty solid pool. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Very cool. Very cool. Now, th- there's lots of you know we we hear about guys from every every different team. You know the different uh, prospects and stuff, and some nice arms in particular on your team. You know, one of the guys that throws the hardest in all the minor leagues, Josh Stamount. Kind of tell us about him. Yeah, Josh. He's a cool guy. Uh, you know, he he throws the ball. I mean, harder than I've ever seen. It's been thrown before. It's pretty incredible to watch and play behind um he's a great guy too uh he used to have this really cool mustache uh, he doesn't have it anymore but um he's, he's just a cool guy he's got pretty good style too he's probably one of the most well-dressed people i've ever been around really does it a lot yeah he's got it's a pretty cool style but yeah he's just i mean he's fireball fireballer he can throw the ball harder than anybody i've ever seen and um, like I said, it's just fun to watch. Well, he's a California guy, right? That's where the style comes from. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> what about uh, what about Foster Griffin? Foster Griffin, yeah, I love Foster too. He's a young kid, great pitcher. He's got good stuff. Um, he really competes on the mound and, and gives it his all once he goes out there. He's fun to play behind too. Uh, is there a, I like to ask this question kind of like as because you know there, there's always the same 15 20 30 prospects you hear about but then is there a, a guy that you've played with either this year or in the past that we should keep our eye on that's maybe kind of a sleeper prospect whether it be a pitcher position player is if there's one or two guys that you feel like don't get enough love that you love their game who, who would that be in your system a sleeper prospect hmm um let's see 
hard question. I know. Because <laughs> you play with so many guys, too. Yeah, I play with so many guys over the years. Uh, man. Because I nominate you sometimes as that guy, by the way, but you can't use yourself, so. <laughs> right, yeah. I've, <laughs> I'm not going to use myself. Um, I would say my roommate, Austin Bailey. I mean, he's kind of like the same player I am. He's a switch hitter. Uh, you know, he, he can hit well from both sides of the plate, and he's got a good glove. He's been, uh, you know, he never played third before this year, and he's been playing third lately. Um, he's been making some of the coolest plays I've ever seen um, on the field. Uh, you know, he's just a grinder. You put him anywhere in the field, and he'll he'll get his best, and he'll really give it a a good go at it. Love those kind of guys, the ballpark rats. Those are my kind yeah. of guys, man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So besides the guitar, Rubik's Cubes, what, what else is keeping you busy off the field these days? Um, Kelly. I'm not too sure if I have anything else than the, than the guitar that I, I pick up off, yeah. the, off the field. I'm, I'm usually just go home and, um, I mean, I guess you could say PS4, but um, I'm not much of a gamer anymore, but um, I do pick up the PS4 from time to time and like to play some, some video games, but... That's about it. Guitar, Rubik's Cubes, and PlayStation. <laughs> Love it. You're, just, you're a baseball guy, man. Just, that's all you, you get. Right. Immersed in it. That's a great thing, man. Yep. That's a great thing. Uh, well, I guess in summary, the last thing for you, you know, is what would you like to say to Royals fans listening right now? Um, to all you Royals fans, uh, you know, I just want to say thank you for being best fans on earth. Uh, it was really fun to watch the World Series last year and to see how incredible, uh, how electric all you, you people were. And, um, yeah, I just love all you people, and, and uh, you know, God bless. Well, thanks so much, man. You know, like I said, two years ago, almost, we first spoke the day after you got drafted. Now you continue to hit the ball very well, and look forward to having you on, you know, hopefully next summer. Hopefully we'll be talking to you uh, and seeing you at some point, maybe at Northwest Arkansas this year, but if not, definitely next year. Uh, keep up uh, keep up the good work, man. It's, it's really fun, you know, following you, and, and you're my sleeper guy in the system, so, so keep it up and keep <laughs> making me look smart. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Dave. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Good luck. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.